what was he like when you met him? When I first met him, I was so nervous. But he had such jovial energy that he made me feel special, as if he was focused on me alone. I was amazed by the size of his shoes. When I relayed this encounter to my mum, it dawned on me that no one would ever fill those shoes. What was it like when you met him? This man changed not only our lot, but the way we think, the way we interact, what we think about race and color and creed and social standing. I held Mandela's hands, or rather, he held my hands. I have never forgotten his hands, the hands of a president, a Nobel Prize winner, like the hands of my grandfather. Just over a year ago, Nelson Mandela died. And these were some of the testimonies of ordinary people who met with him. So what was Jesus like? What was he like as a person? In the Bible, we have four accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, each of these written as eyewitness testimonies from people who were with him, who saw what he did, who listened to what he said, what was he like? Well, we've read and sung tonight of his birth. When a royal baby is born, it is long anticipated, and there is great rejoicing and pomp and circumstance, and 21 gun salutes, and the royal baby's name is pinned on the gates of the royal palace. When Jesus was born, there was a kind of 21-gun salute. The angels of glory sang, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth to all men. And his name was significant. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Jesus is a Savior, a Rescuer. He is the Christ, the Messiah. He is the Lord. He is God. But for a king, the place of his birth and the manner of his birth is surprising. Not in a royal palace with the very best physicians attending him, but in a manger, in a stable in Bethlehem. And the manger in the stable is a favorite of Christmas cards. But the reality would have been far harsher and far tougher than the Christmas cards. 
Yet that was the way and that was the place where this king was born. Was it just circumstantial, the manner of his birth? Or did it mean something? Well, his humble birth foreshadowed his humble death. A king born in humility. A king who would lay down his life in humility on a cross. What was he like? These are the eyewitness accounts of his birth. But what of Jesus as a grown man? The gospel books tell us of three years in his life where he taught and performed miracles. What was his message? What did he say? If you could sum up Jesus' message in a few sentences. This is what Mark in his gospel says. The message of Jesus. Jesus' own words. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. That is the message of Jesus to men and women. That is the message of Jesus still to us tonight. The time is at hand. The kingdom of God is here. Repent and believe in the gospel. One of the striking and positive things about the referendum vote, and I need to be really careful, we had a yes and a no on the screen. One of the most striking things about the referendum vote was the clarity of the message and the simplicity of the issues at stake. Question, do you want Scotland to be an independent nation? Yes or no? Clarity. Jesus' message is a clear message and the issues at stake are clear. With his coming, the kingdom of God has broken into this world. And as God's king, the son of God, he calls all people to repent and believe in the gospel. To repent means to turn from a life lived apart from God. And to believe in the gospel is to believe that Jesus Christ is the savior, the rescuer, that all of us need to get right with God. That is his referendum question and message. Yes or no? Repent and believe in the gospel. Yes or no? It is a powerful message and it is for sure a provocative message. Why should we listen to him? What right does he have to say to us that we need rescued as humanity? By what right, by what authority does he say such things? That is a crunch and a key question. For no mere human has the right to say such things. Surely only God can. If Jesus is merely human, powerful and enigmatic orator as he may be, then we should question if he is only human, whether or not we should listen to him. But if Jesus Christ is God, then we should question whether there is any reason we can think of 
that we should not listen to him. So by what authority does he speak? These eyewitness testimonies that we read record the miracles Jesus performed, miracles he performed to establish his authority and his identity. We read one of them, Jesus and his companions caught in a storm on the sea this past week, and you saw the picture from the Western Isles. This past week, our country was caught in furious storms, raging winds, high waves. Picture this scene. The BBC reporter live from some windswept part of the coast, and you can see the waves in the background. And out there on the end of the pier, there is somebody standing. And all of a sudden, that person on the end of the pier stands up and says to the waves, quiet, be still. And the wind is gone and the sea is flat. What could the reporter say? What could the eyewitness say? Who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? That is exactly what Mark, the eyewitness, records. That Jesus stood up and removed the wind with a word and quelled the waves. And the disciples, like you and I, ask that obvious question. Who is this who has the authority to calm the waves? What was Jesus like? The story of his life culminates in the story of his death. He died on a Roman cross, a shameful death. And he died, and these are his own claims, bearing the sins of humanity and the judgment of God. The one who says provocative things to humanity, laid down his own life, that we might be forgiven and that we might be reconciled to God. Mark records Jesus' final moments. Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, a symbol of reconciliation to God. And when this centurion, the man who had supervised his execution, saw how this man died, he said, truly this man was the son of God. What was he like? The story of his life culminates in the story of his death. Well, not quite, for there is one more chapter in his life, one more event, one more event that means the life of Jesus Christ was far more, way more than the best example of human endeavor or human self-sacrifice. For Jesus was crucified, was dead, and was buried, and yet was raised to life, raised to life, that we might receive not only forgiveness, but everlasting life in him. And so Mark records in his eyewitness account these words, Do not be afraid. You seek Jesus who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him.
2014 was yet another year when the shadow of death fell upon the world and over the lives of ordinary people. The story of each of our lives will end in death, and yet Jesus offers us everlasting life. So what was Jesus like? What kind of person was he? Consider the eyewitness testimonies of his life, his birth as a king, and yet in a stable, his message to repent and believe in his gospel, his authority to say the things he said, and the very man who says these things lays down his own life that we might be forgiven and was raised to life, that we might have everlasting life. That is the message of Christmas for you and for me. A Savior was born, the Christ, the Messiah, the Lord, and God.